0: Welcome back to the D3 Golf Guys Podcast. We had a great weekend of golf. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go through some of the singular events, then we're gonna jump into the golf week, both men's and women's, towards the end. So, with that said, let's get started with the ladies. Alright, special shout out first to the Wooster Easter duel between Denison and Wooster. I have plenty of information about golf, but what I really want to know is who won the Easter egg hunt that I saw take place right before you guys played. Very cool. Love to see that out on social media. Uh, Megan Wong from Denison fires a 75 on the one-dayer, uh, finishes first. And then Megan Grinnell from Wooster finishes second. It was good playing, ladies. The Denison ladies were very active in the last couple of days here. They also had another one-dayer as a three-team event at Denison Golf Club. The Denison ladies come out on top three twenty-six. They come out and beat Wittenberg University and Ohio Wesleyan, finishes third. Uh, Megan Wong, again, 79. So I mean, here, here's Megan proving that she's breaking 80 a lot. Uh, very nice. We'll be interested to see where Megan starts to show up in the golf stat rankings here soon. Uh, finishing second was Lane Hirsch, or Laney. I don't know. Good guess. Uh, and number third was Sophia Alexander, all three from Denison. But 79, 80, 81, really solid. Aaron Adams from Wittenberg, fourth, and then a tie for fifth with Ellen Frame from Wittenberg and Julia Sch- Saphir from Denison. Okay, next, let's go to the Carthage Spring Invitational at Red Tail Golf Club in Lakewood, Illinois, where the Illinois Wesleyan ladies uh, stepped out and stepped up. Really solid playing. They come up round one with a nice 326 to, to be leading by four shots over the host school of Carthage. And the second day, fire a three thirty four and extend their lead to end up winning by 17 shots, uh, which is very good playing. Uh, Second place, Carthage uh, by one over Aurora University, who was back two and only shaved one stroke the second day. So that was pretty close. And then Wisconsin-Whitewater finishes fourth, University of Dubuque fifth, Lake Forest College sixth, Wheaton College seventh, Carroll University eighth, and Concordia, Wisconsin nine and the reason why you have to say the state on concordia is there's a concordia in wisconsin and there's a concordia in texas so those of you that are new to this thing welcome to vision three we use the same names just different parts of the country it's fabulous on the individual side uh marin halverson from wheaton goes 73 day one 80 day two but still wins by four shots with a 153 total Uh, Tied for second was uh, Kaylee Sakamoto from Aurora University who goes 80-77 and then Maddie McCoy from Carthage 75-82 for a 157 total. Uh, Fourth place was Emma Thorman from Illinois Wesleyan 81-81 very consistent and Jenna DeMay from Illinois Wesleyan at fifth 79-84. So some really nice playing there from the ladies at the Carthage Spring Invitational. Okay, and then lastly on the early set here for the ladies, the Quaker Invitational at Richmond Elks Country Club in Richmond, Indiana. And we had some really good golf being played by the DePaul University ladies up there. Wow, 327 followed by a 324. They end up winning by 84 shots, which is pretty impressive. Finishing second was Manchester University. Uh, Tied for third was Franklin College and Mount St. Joseph's. Fifth was Earlham, and sixth was Defiance. On the individual side, Caitlin Cook from Manchester with a really solid 80-78-158 total. Tied for second was Layla Amadi from DePaul 81-79 with her teammate Sydney Weiner uh, with an 81-79 also for a 160 total. Uh, coming in fourth place was Tarini Kakar from DePaul 84-81, and number f- coming in fifth was Crystal Chan from DePaul 81-86. So really nice play in the DePaul ladies. Uh, that's, that's a pretty good round. I'll be interested to see if if they crack the, into that top 25 a little bit more and and see kind of if DePaul starts to show up a little bit. We'll keep our eye on them as we uh, continue down the path. All right, we're going to put a pin in the ladies for a little bit till we get down to the golf week. Let's go back over to the men's side for a minute. Okay. On the men's side, we finally got the golf stat up for the, the battle at Benvenu, at Benvenu Country Club in, uh. Rocky Mount, North Carolina. This is where Piedmont was when we heard that Ben Ballen was like 500 and they canceled the second round. But they finally got the results back up and it has Piedmont winning 304 first day, beating Pfeiffer University 305 second day. And Southern Virginia was there also. But we finally get Pfeiffer against another D3 school. And they're really, they're hung in there, only lost by a shot, but Piedmont does get the victory there. So it'll be interesting to see sort of what that impact of that Pfeiffer-Piedmont matchup has in the golf stat rankings as we check in on that later this week. All right, next up, let's go over to the Randall Sadler Invitational at Harbor Links Golf Course, Harbor Links at Sagamore Resort, Liberty, Indiana, where the fellas from Wittenberg decided to show out over this past weekend They go for a 297 in round one and a 293 in round two. The only team that broke 300 either day. And they end up winning by 20 shots over Shawnee State. Uh, But here's the really interesting part. And I tweeted this out. As we were getting into the the first round, uh, you know, it was Wittenberg and Shawnee State. And then there was a gap. But that gap was important because where those other teams kind of stood was really going to help figure out sort of the rankings of those teams. So after the first round, you have Earlham with a 316, followed by Mount St. Joe's for a 320, Franklin a 321. Round two comes around. Franklin gets up and moves up. They fire another 320. Earlham steps back with a 326, Mount St. Joe's 329, which gives Franklin a one-stroke victory over Earlham. Mount St. Joe's slides back. So Franklin College goes from fifth place up to third in in the overall standings here, and that's a big win. Um, it's not winning the tournament, but it's winning the tournament that you're in. Um, so that's really important. That's one of the things I keep trying to bring out and point out to people is, look, not every team gets to win the entire thing and take home the trophies, but there are tournaments within the tournament, and those kinds of wins matter as you get into uh, nationals and conference and those kinds of things. So uh, so the final standings were Wittenberg 1, Shawnee State 2, Franklin 3rd, Earlham 4th, Mount St. Joe's Fifth, Bluffton and Franklin College's B team tied for sixth. On the individual side, uh Steven Zimmerman from Shawnee State goes 73-73 for a 146 total, wins by a shot over two players tied for second, Chris Dunn from Wittenberg University with at 3 over 76-71 and BJ Knox from Shawnee State uh also 3 over 70-75. Uh Finishing fourth was J.F. Abner from Wittenberg University uh, with a 5-over, 149. And then three players tied for fifth, all from Wittenberg. One was an individual, Evan DeSanto, Daniel Castleberry, and Nick Pigeon, all with a 6-over. Will Burkholtz also from Wittenberg with a 7-over. So, I mean, Wittenberg has got, I think, all five of their guys in the top eight with one of their individuals. Uh, Brock Tennyson, who we've seen before from Franklin... He finishes ninth with a 10 over, 79-75. Good comeback on day two. And then finishing out on 10th place was Patrick England from Shawnee State. Okay, the other big hype tournament was Illinois Wesleyan's tournament. We were going to get some of the northern schools finally out and playing. And uh, boy, are we glad that they did. So, uh, also, by the way, in case you were wondering, Illinois Wesleyan's still really good, and they showed that this week. Illinois Wesleyan wins the tournament, and they win by 10 shots over Aurora University. Um, Illinois Wesleyan comes out on day one and shoots a 283 to take a 12 stroke lead on Aurora and then, uh, manages a 299 Aurora gets them by two on the second round, but that's not nearly enough. The 10, 10 shot victory, uh, really good tournament in the middle too. There's a couple other interesting things where you had Wisconsin Eau Claire, uh, who has come out. They show up with a third place finish 303, 311. Um, Webster finishes tied for fourth with Carthage. So a real nice victory for Carthage there um, against some of the other schools that are in this uh, category. They both shoot 39 over 615 total. And then uh, all tied for sixth was Illinois Wesleyan's B team and DePaul University and Gustavus Adolphus. Our friends at Gustavus finally got out of the north and not, not a bad first tournament. They end up tied for sixth here, uh, but they're on top of several other teams. Uh, Milliken comes in ninth, Edgewood College, Central College from Iowa, Wabash. Our guys from Wabash finished twelfth. Not not their best tournament. We've seen them play a little better. Uh, Lake Forest College, uh, North Park University, Heartland uh, Community College, Illinois Wesleyan C team. Scary that you have a C team guys, um, and they still won some beat beat some people. Uh, Wisconsin-Eau Claire's B team, Augustana uh, finishes eighteenth. Webster's B and Carroll University. Now on the individual side. We had some really good play. And our guy, Rob Wettrick, shows up again. We've talked about him a lot. Uh, he, he actually reached out to us on Twitter. Uh, Rob, great playing, man. 67-73, 140 total. Wins by three over his teammate, Jimmy Morton, who uh, shoots a one under, 72-71, 143. I mean, rock solid playing. Uh, Aurora's Craig Schlegel comes in third with an even uh, a two-day even round of 72-72. So, I mean, really consistent. Uh, play there fourth place was justin park also from illinois wesleyan with a one over total 70 75 145 carson brock comes in fifth from wisconsin eau claire with a two over total 146 uh, tied for sixth was jacob peterson from gustavus adolphus with a three over total and tied with him was tyler reitz from Milliken university eighth place was scott boyanian from aurora university and ninth was Harold Dobemecker from Central College, Iowa, with a five-over total, 75-74. And then we had three t- tied for 10th, uh, Jack Verkautcher from Aurora, Josh Heintrick from Edgewood College, and Will Hawker from Webster. Uh, so that, that's, you know, pretty solid playing uh, for, for a lot of those guys. 150 total, uh, 75-75 is basically what that looks like. So... Again, Illinois Wesleyan really comes out and, and, and separates, and Rob Wettrick led the way. So you know, we'll see Rob move up the to- up the golf stat rankings a little bit, but he was part of the conversation we had on the individuals. He would be one of the people who we wouldn't be surprised if they won nationals. All right, now let's get back down to the big Division Three Golf Week D3 Fall Invitational down at the Mission Inn in Orlando, Florida, where we get to talk about both the ladies and the men's events down there. All right, let's start with the ladies. Where the Center College ladies decided to put the world on notice that they are for real and they are ready to play. Now remember, Center got off to a little bit of a slow start. They had the COVID issue with Savannah and kind of took them a while to get going. But they have stepped up. They played really well at Jekyll and here they are at golf week. And they win by 18 shots over Carnegie Mellon. They shoot the best round of the day every day. They go 317, 315, 304 uh, for a first-place finish. Finishing second was Carnegie Mellon, who has played fabulous, 322, 317, 315. But, boy, the center ladies just dominated. Finishing third was Methodist University, 329, 316, 316. You know, Methodist, I think, would love to have that first day back. Um, if they, they play a little bit better that first day. I think they're, they probably are a little closer there. Uh, Emory University finishes fourth. Uh, Christopher Newport fifth, Huntington College sixth, Barry College seventh, and Oglethorpe University eighth. Um, but even the Barry and Oglethorpe teams don't don't feel bad finishing eighth and seventh in this event and this field is pretty darn good because as we've talked about, these are probably the this is probably one of the better rankings of tournaments we've had where I think all eight of these ladies' teams are in the top twenty-five. So really good playing uh, individually. Bailey Plorty from Center. Wins by four shots. She goes 78, 74, 72 for a 224 total, beating Jillian Drinkard from Methodist, 74, 77, 77. Um, so again, we're, we're looking to the Methodist ladies. They showed out, you know, here's Jillian showing out again, uh, but the center ladies had too much because finishing third is Riley Souter from center, 80, 81, 71 last day. I mean, wow, really good playing. Uh, and so they've got two of the top three. Sarah She from Oglethorpe University finishes fourth, 81-77-78. Really good playing by Sarah. And then tied for fifth was Margaret Butts from Center College, 77-78-82. And Shriya Ganta from Christopher Newport, 76-78-83. So Center's got three ladies inside the top five. And that's that's how you win by 18 shots. Um, Going down a little bit further, Alexis Sanjanto from Carnegie Mellon, 84, 78, 76. And Denise Pan from Carnegie Mellon, 79, 79, 80. Uh, also tied with them was Mariana Chong from Emory, 79, 80, 79. And then three ladies tied for 10th, Charlotte Simpson, Carnegie Mellon, 79, 80, 80. Uh, Krishia Jalakam from Emory, 80, 80, 79. And Michelle Kao from Carnegie Mellon, 80, 80, 79. Uh, really good golf. And, and my understanding was is uh, El Campion was playing pretty tough. Lots of the northern wind coming out. It was playing pretty tough. And uh, honestly, I've seen, saw it both on the men's and ladies' side, it was not an easy play out there. And that, that 304 by the center ladies on the last day, that that beat a lot of people that day. So um, that's a really great result for them. We'll, we'll see them move up the list a little bit. Again, Methodist has won a whole bunch, so finishing third in one tournament, not anything to really worry about. But we know Center, Carnegie Mellon, Methodist, all all really good and right there. I think there's a bit of a separation as we get down to it, but we'll continue down that path, and we'll have a really good discussion about the ladies' side because I think we're going to see in the rankings a little bit more of that uh, truth coming out of those results. So great playing. Congratulations, Center College, on your big win. All right, let's go over to the men, where it was a little better day for our friends from North Carolina, where Methodist University ends up winning by 11 shots. They go 299-285 on round two, 296, uh, to, to win by 11 over Huntington College, who was eight shots clear of third place. They go 305-290-296 as well. Finishing in third was Emory University. We had a really nice comeback um, the last day. They ended up jumping Carnegie Mellon, who finishes fourth. Uh, finishing fifth was Guilford College, and that was a bit of a, a an interesting finish for Guilford. They, they didn't have their horses ready to go quite on day one. They shot 310 the first day and struggled to kind of come back. Two, uh, they go 304 second day, 297 in the last day, um, which was good. And you can see their scores, and we'll talk about them individually, but they got a little better. but They just got so far behind early that it was hard to catch up. Uh, finishing 6th and a really good result, and something I think we hinted at was Oglethorpe University finishing 6th ahead of several of the other teams. And we've kind of talked about Oglethorpe, Christopher Newport, Barry, Hampton, Sydney, Greensboro, all kind of battling out in the middle of this thing. Um, you know, we, we know Oglethorpe uh, is hosting nationals at El Campion down at Mission Inn. The course knowledge probably had a pretty, pretty big impact there. Uh, finishing 7th was Christopher Newport, uh, 4 back of Oglethorpe, 2 back of them, Barry College at 8th. Uh, Sixth back of that uh, was Hanson-Sydney at ninth, 10th was Greensboro, 11th was Transylvania University, and 12th was North Carolina Wesleyan. Uh, so from a team perspective, I mean, we've got the number one team in the country it finishes fifth, the number four team in the country finishes third, the number two team in the country finishes second, the number three team in the country finishes first. And Methodist gets another big win, and their big three again show up. Uh, Carnegie Mellon, who is currently 13th in the golf stat rankings, I think you'll see them rise up there. We know how good they are. They've got our guy Will Noth and Jason Lee. Um, they're rock solid to finish fourth in this tournament, where you have you have nine teams inside the top 25. That's, you know, even finishing eighth is pretty darn good, or Barry finished. Uh, so that will improve a lot of the golf stat rankings as we go into this week. Now, on the individual side, here's, here's where we are. Uh, Jason Lee wins by three shots from Carnegie Mellon. He goes two under for the week, 69-75-70, 214 total. Uh, Logan Ryan has a really good day for Emery. Uh, he comes in at one over, excuse me, real good tournament. He comes in at one over, 74-75-68 the last day. Really good and I told you, Emery made a move. Uh, tied for third was Kenny Park from Oglethorpe uh, with a two-over total. Uh, 74, 73, 71. So a really nice, uh, getting better every day round. And then here comes Methodist. Andre Chi tied for third. Methodist, two over, 73, 70, 75. In fifth place, Cooper Raybeck, from, also from Methodist. Part of that three-headed monster. Uh, he had a nice move up today. He goes 74, 74, 71 for a three-over total. And sixth place with four-over was Owen Burt from Huntington. Here's the Huntington guys who have a whole bunch of people in the top 20, uh, he goes 74-73-73. Walker Hines, also from Huntington, 76-72-73. Uh, Emery's Max Schwartz, who's you know number two in the country right now. He, he didn't have his best day, day one, 77. comes right back with 73-72 for an eighth-place finish. Tie with eighth is Alex Price, Christopher Newport, 74-75-73. And Hangry Angrier from Methodist, who goes 74-69-79. Uh, so again, Methodist has got three guys inside the top ten again. And that's the three-headed monster. It's Andre, Cooper, you know, and uh, Henry. And then and Zane actually shows up in, in the 13th spot. Um, finishing tied for 11th is James Michoud, number one player in the country right now from Guilford. Again, James had a bad 80 the first day, but comes back with 74 and 69 the last day. Uh, so that's where kind of Guilford got themselves behind on day one. Um, you know, and James was, was doing everything he could to bring him back the next couple of days. And they did end up moving up the chart a little bit. And he was tied with our guy Will Knoth from Carnegie Mellon also, who had uh, you know, a, a good start, 75, 72, 76 last day, dropped a few spots at the last day as some of the other guys were charging. And then uh, Zane Brownrig from Methodist is 13th there. Um, also then tied for 14th was Connor Brown from Greensboro and Alan Smith from Hampton-Sydney College. So you got some really good play out of a lot of people over the weekend. And it was good to see you know the guys we expect to come up into those spots there but also you're seeing that hey look it's there's not a one dominant player that's out there everybody can have a bad day and that's that's really what you're working on to start preparing as you start preparing for nationals which is can you put four days together that's what it's about it's about each individual and then each team putting together four days of golf and so that's what we'll keep looking for as we go forward All right, so what a great weekend of golf. Uh, It was also fabulous to watch the Augusta National Women's Amateur. Um, We need to start lobbying for some D3 ladies to be given chances to qualify because I guarantee you some of our ladies can jump right in there and play. And I really want that to happen so I can try to ask for a press pass to go to Augusta National to be a part of the media. So, ladies, come on, let's go. Get me into the Augusta National. I'm teasing. But I think we've got some ladies who can hang right there with them. So uh, let's keep looking at that and pushing down that direction. Uh, so as we go down later this week, we'll wait for the golf stat rankings to come out. But then it's that time of year. It's Masters Week. So we will have a little bit of conversation about Masters Tournament. We'll put some stuff out on Twitter. Uh, but just to hear, get you guys thinking about it the right way, we're going to put something out to where we want to hear about your best Masters-related Division Three golf story. It doesn't have to be current. It can be former players or coaches, whatever. But I want to hear, like, how were you, what were you doing with a Division three golf team or how were you doing stuff when it came to the Masters Tournament? All right? And I'll have a good story for you as we go into next week. Until then, hit them straight. Cheers. Baby. Yes, sir.